Hey, welcome to Dream Aloud with Kendra. It's a podcast for black women who want to live limitless lives. Be inspired by others who have dared to step outside of their comfort zone to live their hopes and dreams and passions. Now let's get started because life is way too short not to live the way that you want. Hello, everybody. (laughs) So I'm here with one of my dear guests, who is also a family member, as you always hear me say, that my family is absolutely dope. And so I want to make sure that I invite all of my family on as well to make sure that you know how dope they are. So I am here with the new Ms. Ebony, Mrs. Ebony Finnessy. Uh-huh. She is my little cousin. <laughs> she is my favorite cousin's daughter. And he was my favorite cousin since I was a little kid. I don't know why. <laughs> I just made him my Derek and my favorite cousin. So um, Ebony <laughs> is a, you're in public health. And you're, yes, that's right. you are trained in epidemiology. Yeah, I'm a trained epidemiologist. Um, I'm currently a chronic disease prevention program manager. So I manage all of our programs that are targeted to reduce chronic disease. Okay. And she does a whole lot of other stuff that we're going to talk about yes. today. So like me, she is the Maya Angelou type. So she wears many different hats, has many different skills and gifts and talents. And so if you have been listening to my interviews or reading the blogs, did you know that my my, um, admonishment to everyone is to die empty? Whatever gifts and talents God has packed inside of you, don't take it to the grave with you. Make sure you use each gift, each talent in any way, shape or form, decide what it is that you like to do and move forward with that. If you start something and you don't like it, move on. We, that's why we're, we call this the second act, phenomenal women who dare to pivot. If you dare to make the changes, if you dare to do the things that are in your heart to do, then you'll never be in the regret category, in the regret group where you have the shoulda, coulda, woulda, and I wish I had. So let's get started and let's tell tell everybody where you started and how you started in epidemiology. Um, So I, I kind of stumbled into epidemiology. I have my master's in public health, but my concentration was community health. So that's more of your grassroots efforts, mm-hmm. focusing on interventions and programs to change um, human behavior, like to modify healthy behaviors and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but my first job out of college was I was working for a nonprofit and um, that nonprofit dealt with runaway, abused and neglected youth, young adults. And um, in my time there, my coworker, he, he worked for the nonprofit, but he also worked for public health. And so he introduced me to, I guess, that job and told me about an opening, which happened to be in epidemiology. Didn't know, I, epidemiology was my least favorite class in college. Um, I got a B in that class. It was one of, it was one of those classes I didn't really enjoy. Wow. And, um, so, but that, that ended up being my first job. And, you know, and I took it because I wanted to get that public health experience. Mm-hmm. And so I did epidemiology for, um, I think about 
four years before I switched completely over to chronic disease. And um, I was kind of doing chronic disease and epidemiology at the same time in the beginning. Then I was able to move full time into chronic disease. So here I am still in public health, but more so working in the chronic disease sector. Okay. Okay. So, so then the pandemic happened. And then the pandemic happened and they said, Ebony, we need you. So I went from being 100% um, chronic disease to now I'm 100% epi again. And so I'm doing um, case investigations. I'm calling people who have tested positive for COVID and we're putting them in isolation and getting all of their contacts and sending their contacts to the contact tracers. And then, and then I get COVID in the midst of all of this. <laughs> And so, you know, just right in the peak, it was, it was just, it was a lot, but, um, you know, thank God I didn't have any severe symptoms. I had the loss of taste and smell. I um, had some sinus issues, but, um, you know, my family wasn't infected, you know, um, thank God for that, that, you know, I was around them, but they didn't get what I had. So God has just been really good, mm -hmm. but yeah. So you got COVID while you were out doing your work? Yeah, actually, I was in the middle of calling someone that I knew. I was like, oh, I know this person. They, they were on my list of you know, people to call that tested positive. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and I'm in, in my supervisor's office and I'm <laughs> coughing. <laughs> and they're looking at me like, wait, you know that person? Why are you coughing? You know? <laughs> and then, you know, when was your last time you had contact with this person? So I told them. Like, we need to go home. So they sent me home immediately. Then they called me like maybe an hour or two later, say, go to the health department to get tested. And I'm like, oh, they're tripping, you know, they're doing the most. And I feel fine. Seven days later, I got my test result. Cause at that time, it took about seven days for the test results to come back. Mm -hmm. And so seven days later, I got my test result and it was positive. And I was in complete shock. I did not believe it because I felt, I felt fine, you know, besides just your regular allergy or sinus infection, you know, symptoms. But then when I lost my taste and smell, I was like, oh, okay, this is different. <laughs> so yeah, but even with that, I was still working from home. You know, they still had me working. <laughs> so they still made you work, huh? They still made me work. <laughs> and you're 100% recovered. I'm recovered and now I'm vaccinated. And, um, you know, but I still take the necessary precautions. So. Yeah. So, and it's not an easy job to be the one who has to go out and help other people. So you right. recommend the vaccination for everybody? Say that again? Recommend the vaccination um, or is it a choice? It is a choice, but. It's ultimately, it's a choice, um, but there definitely are some, you know, some benefits to getting the vaccine. Um, you know, I think within our community, there's a lot of, um, preconceived notions just because of history, uh -huh. you know, in regards to the vaccine. So there's a lot of vaccine hesitancy. And, you know, those things have to be addressed in order for, I think, people to really move forward and feel comfortable with it. Um, I was one of the last people in my office building of 20-something people to get the vaccine, um, just because I wanted to be comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. so. Yep, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's just move forward. I'm looking. I see people are watching, but no one has a question. And I apologize that we weren't able to tag you. I'm going to try and tag you one more time. But <laughs> while I'm doing that, it just it won't let me do it with the new 
the new version, so I'm not going to worry about it. We'll just share it on your page afterwards. Um, But let's talk about your transition while you were doing all of this. You got your Mm -hmm. master's degree. You're doing things in health. You're traveling all over the world. Mm -hmm. So tell us about your love for travel. I have that too. Love. Yeah. My love for travel, you know, I, and I guess it started when I was young. Um, I remember traveling to visit my family. I remember being on the plane. My grandmother, she would fly and meet me at the airport because, you know, I was too young to fly alone. And so she would fly to where I was. We would, my family would drive me to Tallahassee. My grandmother would be at the airport in Tallahassee and we would fly and go see my dad or we would fly back to Maryland or to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so just being able to fly, go to, you know, from diff- to different places with my grandmother, that kind of sparked that initial love for travel. And, um, you know, since then I have, you know, I, I, I travel alone now. I don't need my grandmother. <laughs> you know, I started traveling alone when I was, a, I guess, whenever it was legal for children to travel alone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but just because of um, learning it with my grandmother first, I was able to do it on my own comfortably and um and so but since then I have traveled to three different continents and I've um, traveled when I was in college I was actually I stayed in Thailand for three months and so that was a really great life-changing experience and um with the church that I'm a part of right now Raymond International Ministries I've had the opportunity to travel um abroad for missions and, you know, my church, they do that debt free. So they cover all the expenses. We just have to get a passport. And um, so, you know, that has been a blessing. I've traveled to Ghana and to Brazil through, um, you know, going on mission trips. So that has definitely been a blessing to see different parts of the world and, you know, immerse yourself in different cultures. So when you were in Thailand, I saw that was the first time I saw the, I don't know what you call it, the fish pedicure. Uh-huh. in the water now I see it everywhere yeah but, so so how was that it tickled <laughs> it tickled I just I couldn't do anything but squirm and laugh I mean it was you know it was in a night market so the night markets they're kind of like a flea market but just mm-hmm. a lot better I mean there's great food you know clothing and all kind of things that you can buy soaps and you know little trinkets souvenirs and um but at this particular night market they had a um fish and foot therapy booth and so you know my friend and I we were standing around watching other people do it so of course you know we're going to try different things and we tried it and it was it was a lot of fun but it it tickled (laughs) what were you doing doing there for the three months with school so for the three months um I was selected as a part of um, a group minority health international research training it was called MHERT and so they um, allowed minorities to travel abroad to do research. And so there were about 16 minorities from my university. Um, we were all given the option of five different countries. And so Thailand was my top pick. And then I had, I think, Italy and I can't remember the third country, maybe Peru. And so I got Thailand, which was my top pick. And so we were all split up. And I think four of us went to Thailand. And then like maybe two people went to this place, two people went to that place. And so, um, but we were doing research and, but while we were there, the people, they were just so 
Thailand, they're just very free and relaxed. You know, they're not uptight. They don't worry about being on time or meeting deadlines, you know. And so they were like, you know, have fun, go travel, go immerse yourself in the culture. So while we were there doing research, we really had a lot more time. We did a lot more of just exploring the culture and exploring the country um, than we did research, but we, we did do research while we were there. <laughs> so now what are you doing? besides the work that you have with public health? So, so now I have, um, recently I've started a travel agency um, called Wanderlust Pursuits. And so I do work from home when I'm not working. Um, the other job, I'm trying to set up my life where I can work for myself. Mm. And so I book travel, you know, um, whether it's cruises, um, the cruises will be opening soon prayerfully so you know I'm ready to book some cruises some destination trips some international domestic trips I've been booking quite a few different you know types of trips lately I'm still pretty new to it but it's something that I was doing without getting paid anyway Mm -hmm. and so you know I said why not go ahead and do it and the opportunity presented itself Um, it's something that I had been looking into over just many years just kind of hmm, should I do that could I do that? And then the opportunity presented itself where um, someone sponsored my startup. So she covered all of the startup costs. And so I said, well, why not? You know, um, during that time, I was actually planning a wedding and getting ready to get married. So I pushed it off for a few months until after the wedding. But, you know, after that, I said, okay, let's get it. And so I've been, been enjoying it. Your own honeymoon. I didn't. I booked a travel agent. I wasn't a travel agent at that time. So I, I used another travel agent, a friend of mine. Um, and so I used her to book our um, our honeymoon. Yeah. And you went to, where'd you go? I went to, we went to Tulum, Tulum, Mexico. Oh, okay. And so when I saw the, I thought you had booked that as well, because you're always traveling. You're all. I found the I found the um, resort, and I just said, "Here, here, this is where we want to go." <laughs> yeah. And, and she. When you're planning a wedding, you have some other things to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what else is what else are you doing? You're a blogger, so you're a writer as well. Yeah. So you know, I I actually I like to write, and I've been doing it off and on, and I've just been collecting what I've been writing and I've been sitting on it for a while. And so in, during the pandemic, during the peak of the pandemic, cause we're still in the pandemic, but during the peak of the pandemic, like March, April, May, that's definitely when things were um, really, really busy for us. And I, I know a lot of people, they were maybe at home because they weren't working and I was still working. And actually it was one of the most busy times of my life. You know, I, I realized some people had more time, but I, I, I didn't. But even in that, like, you know, I just started thinking about, okay, well, what if, you know, what else can I do? What can I do that I love um, that's going to generate extra income that's also going to change lives? You know, I was working my job, but I wasn't really completely satisfied with it. And so I just started to dibble and dabble into my passion. And I just mustered up the courage to do what I had been afraid to do and I had been second guessing myself about um, for many years. And so I went ahead and I, I had bought my domain name back in 2017, just hadn't launched my website. So during the, the pandemic, I launched my website and I posted my first blog. And um, 
and it was titled what if and so that's just dealing with all of the what ifs that we have like you know there are things that we want to do and things that we want to accomplish in life but there's always that what if you know well what if this happens or what if that happens and those what if will those what ifs will paralyze you if you let them you know and so i i talk about some of my experiences like going to thailand and you know there were some what ifs you know, in me applying for that application because it was competitive and I didn't feel qualified. And, um, and so that was the first thing that I actually went for in my life without, because everything else, I just let fear kind of intervene. I let fear stop me. And so with this opportunity, I was like, you know, what do I have to lose? And I just went for it and I did all the necessary steps and, um, and then God opened that door. And I believe because, you know, God opened that door because I, I just said, yes, I just went for it. And I traveled to Thailand debt-free. And not only that, like I said, I've traveled to Brazil and Ghana debt-free, you know, through missions. And so I think when you, when you say yes to that one thing that, you know, that you want to do, God will open that door for the other things. You know, there's more that he has in store for you. If you would just say yes, you know, if you would just forget about the doubts and the fears and the insecurities and just say yes. And, um, so I started blogging and that was what my first blog was about. Just basically addressing that would have. Because we were just talking about that. And and I told you that this is why I have this platform. This is why Mm -hmm. I do the interviews. It's called Dream Aloud with Kendra. Because I just don't want people to dream and never go after their dreams. Mm -hmm. I absolutely want them to go for their dreams, put a date on that dream and make it a goal and then actually go and do it and experience it and live it. So I want people to dream out loud and live in color. And the whole thing is fear has been paralyzing us for a long time. We disguise Mm -hmm. it as uh, we're waiting for perfect. So it's disguised as perfectionism. Mm-hmm. It's disguised as um, I need to be practical. I don't need to follow this, but it really is just fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fear. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so when you find that your heart is pounding and your knees are shaking mm-hmm. and you're like, mm-hmm. well, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I shouldn't do it. Maybe I'm afraid. That's when you should go for it. Mm-hmm. Go for it. What do you, like you said, what do you have to lose? You have to lose the what if, just like I do not (laughs) want to be a part of the shoulda, coulda, woulda club. Right. I don't want to be that older person saying angry at myself because I didn't try it because Mm -hmm. I, I should have done this. Well, I could have done that. Or, or if I had known, and if everything that I know to do, I want to do it. And if you're afraid, then, then get some help and get pushed (laughs) along. And sometimes the help is like you said going and seeking the father or you know talk to a friend do whatever it is that you need to do to move forward so so that's amazing that you said that (laughs) your it was called what if because we didn't talk about that part I just told you you didn't say anything about that (laughs) and we were just talking about how things line up so so I always say you know God doesn't put your mail in someone else's mailbox he tells you first. So right. when you get something else, it's confirmation. When somebody else says it, it's confirmation. So here we are again, talking about yeah. confirmation. Yeah. It, don't, don't live in the what if. Don't, you know, like I said, I tell people all the time, I, you know, we, Miles Monroe had said over and over again that the wealthiest place is a cemetery. 
because that's mm-hmm. where all of the dreams and the gifts and the talents that people didn't use right. to the cemetery with them. And mm-hmm. the world needs you. The world is waiting for our gifts. The world is waiting for us to do what we were put here to do. So the walk in your purpose with passion, you start with your gifts and your talents. Mm-hmm. If you're not sure what it is that your purpose is, if you start with what you like to do, what you're gifted in, you, you'll find. You just make a little pivot here, change over here, and then you start finding your way. Yeah. So, so, so where can we find your blog? How can we follow you on your blog? So I my blog site is um, boldlybegotten.com. So that's you know, B-O-L-D-L-Y, begotten, like the begotten son, mm-hmm. the only begotten son, um, dot com. And so I put a pause on that, but you guys can go ahead and, and read the What If blog and expect more to come in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I'm working on some other things. I, I'm actually in the process of transcribing a book for my pastor. Mm-hmm. I'm transcribing his sermons into a book. And stop and, on that. You've never transcribed a book before? haven't no but you were prompted to do such I was prompted to do such so um I was listening to services as I was getting ready for our second service I was listening to our first service and my pastor he had just finished this series and there was about nine messages in that series and so he was telling everyone you know that's nine messages that's nine chapters in the book and immediately the Holy Spirit said to me um transcribe it and so I was like trying to figure it out like well you know Holy Spirit I want to do that, but how am I going to do that? And, you know, I just started this travel business and then there was this other thing I was working on and, you know, there was this. And so I just began to pray and I said, God, show me what it is that you want me to focus on and what it is that you want me to let go. That's kind of being a distraction right now. And then, so in that second service, because, you know, I'm trying to do my blog, I'm trying to do the travel business. And there was some, something else that I was working on that I wasn't too sure about. And so in that second service, um, you know, my pastor, he just, in front of everyone, he, he asked me to transcribe the book. So he confirmed like what the Holy Spirit had already dealt with me with. So of course it was a quick and fast yes. You know, and I just believe that, you know, when you support God's vision, because I know that God gave him that, when you support God's vision and when you can learn to support another man's vision, then God is going to provide you with everything that you need. And he's going to, you know, help. You, he's going to give you provision for the vision that he's giving you as well. And so, you know, that was the other thing too. I was like, well, if I'm, before he had asked, I was trying to rationalize, well, if I spend time on this, then I'm going to be spending less time on my business. And, and then he didn't just ask me to transcribe it, but he said, I will pay you. And so there's compensation, you know, so God, he, there's always provision where there's vision. I just, you know, I just love God for that. I love God for the confirmation that he gave me. And then you know, also in my prayer time, he, he told me about the other thing that I was kind of dabbling with that really wasn't, it wasn't in line with my purpose. And he just said, you know, let it go. You, you don't need that. And so I just kind of streamlined my focus. And um, so right now I'm focusing on the transcription and I'm focusing on my travel business. And then when I finish the transcribing, I'm going to get back to my blogging. And um, I have a seven day devotional that I've written that I want to have published in the Bible app. <laughs> okay. And um, so, yeah. So, so you're doing all of those things, but within that, mm-hmm. something that you were, were prompted to let go of. Right, right. And, and so, so how, how many people 
and I, I'm guilty of this, how many mm -hmm. of us hang on to something because you thought that's what, where you're supposed to go. So mm -hmm. just like when you feel that you need to move forward in something, mm -hmm. get that same prompting to let some things go. It doesn't right. failed. That meant it's not for you. Right, right. So, so what do you say to yeah. people who need to let some things go? You know, just, just let it go. You have to just trust, trust God's plan for your life. Um, you know, I always bring this example up and there was an image that was floating around on Facebook and there's this picture of this little girl and she has this small teddy bear in her hands. And then there's Jesus kneeling down in front of her and, and he has his gigantic teddy bear behind his back. And he's just, you know, reaching for the small teddy bear. He, he, the little girl won't let it go. And she doesn't see the bigger picture behind his back. And so sometimes we just have to let go of what we think we need mm -hmm. or what we think is best for us and really just trust God and so that we can receive really all that he has for us. And sometimes when we're holding on to those things, because we have our way of doing things, our way that we think is right or our way that we're just comfortable with. You know, we're afraid of what's on the other side sometimes. But when we can just really let go, then we can really just start to flow in what God has for us. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you just have to let go, let go. Our way isn't the best way. <laughs> but you are doing a million things here. So there's a lot of things that I didn't know about. So this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You got your devotional coming at some point. Mm -hmm. You've got at a blog point. that you're going to get back to after you've been mm -hmm. transcribing the book. What else? And, and your travel agency as well as yeah. your job. What else is going on? So you the travel agency, and, and that's Wanderlust Pursuits. Um, and so what else is going on? Uh, I'm kind of, I've put something else on pause again, because I'm just juggling so many things and I have to get, I have to learn how to complete some things first before I can, you know, um, take on more things. But something else that I was working on, and it's just a, a Facebook group, it's going to be a private Facebook group. And I've already um, started the group, just haven't invited anyone into it except for the other administrator. Uh, but it's for women. Um, and it's called WARE, Women Encouraging, Activating and Releasing. So it's very similar to, to what your purpose is and what you're doing here. But it's just a group for women who have different gifts and different talents. Um, and maybe you just lack that motivation and that um, drive or don't have the resources. And so this is a group for people to come together and share resources, to encourage one another, to kind of be accountable to each other. And just make sure, hey, are you, are you staying on track with those goals that you said? Or, you know, just to say, well, hey, you know, you can find this here. You know, there may be resources. So there'll be writers in the book, in the group. There'll be crafters in the group. Um, different types of people that are working on different things. You have to be working on something or have some kind of desire, some idea that you were working on, but maybe you just need a little kick in the butt. And so um, that's the other thing that will be coming forth, mm -hmm. um, you know. <laughs> you got a lot of stuff going on there. <laughs> that is awesome though. Um, I'm trying to see if anybody has any questions. They're, they're watching, but Wanda says hello. And there's other people just watching. So there are no questions at this time. Okay. So I'm going to ask the questions that I ask everyone. Okay. So the first question that I ask is because I love questions and quotes, the things that make you go, hmm, and to think about, you know, where you are and, and what you do. Um, what is your favorite quote? 
one of my favorite quotes is by, well, I don't know if it's, he's the originator, but I think I read it in one of his books and it was um, Dr. Miles Monroe. And it says, where purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. And so that's something that has just stuck with me for many, many years um, as I've been trying to seek God for purpose. And it kind of revealed to me the areas where, um, you know, things might've happened because I didn't know my purpose. You know, I might've been hurt in this situation because I didn't know my purpose. I didn't know the purpose of that relationship or I didn't know my purpose, my value, my worth, or, you know, just, it, it, it goes, it could apply to anything, but where purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. You're, you're bound to abuse something if you don't know Ooh. what it's used for, what the purpose of it is. So that's one of my favorite quotes. I was just writing something about that. You're going to stay out of my, my books, <laughs> out of my mailbox. I was just writing something about that for my no. blog. I didn't finish okay. that, but because I have like two websites and I'm moving my blog over. Mm -hmm. So I haven't really written anything else. And so that was one of, it wasn't, I didn't know he had a quote like that, but I love that. But mm -hmm. what I was writing has to do with that. So yeah. that, that is awesome how things just line up. <laughs> that is amazing. So um, where can we reach you again? So I just want everybody to know where they can reach you and follow you and by travel packages as well as whatever else you're having you have yeah so um right now wanderlust pursuits that's the travel um facebook page you can find my travel agency on facebook wanderlust pursuits and um you can follow me on facebook ebony finnesy that's my personal page and um my blog website you know it's boldlybegotten.com boldly begotten yes yes boldly begotten i like that right <laughs> all right so and then the other thing I, I just have to say this about your grandmother picking you up she's the reason i traveled too <laughs> because she traveled everywhere mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she would always send me a postcard now i'm glad she thought about me you know my middle name is her middle name i'm her namesake yeah kind of thing. I'm glad she thought about me, but I really wanted her to take me. So, so <laughs> when I would see, hi, Kendra, I'm here and I'm there. Love Aunt Sarah. I'm like, that's really nice, but yeah. uh, you're in Japan and I'm still here <laughs> at my house. That's <laughs> nice that you are in Hawaii and you took my mother, but I'm still here in New Jersey. <laughs> it's really nice that you're all over Europe. And you're telling me about all the things that you did and you're yeah. doing. And, and this, this postcard is really nice, but I really <laughs> want to be there. And so um, I think she's given us all the travel bug. Mm -hmm. um, she used to always encourage me because, you know, when she worked for US Air, I yeah. was on the pass while <laughs> I was in college. And then you went to college, then you were on the pass, right? Yeah. So <laughs> while I was on the pass, she would always encourage me to fly first class mm, okay and I would never spend the $30 it was $30 <laughs> I would never spend the $30 to go to first class I'm like yeah. why well, don't want to waste my $30 because I could be using that somewhere not knowing <laughs> that I would I was setting myself up yeah. 
to yeah. enjoy the finer things earlier. Right, right. Instead of getting there many decades later going, well, what was I? So why, <laughs> why did I spend the $30? It's well worth the $30. Yeah. Well, then they still fed you food. But still, <laughs> I think by, by, by the time I was in college, it wasn't like a meal. They gave you sandwiches and stuff, but it was still food. You didn't mm-hmm. have to purchase it. But if I had paid the thirty dollars, <laughs> I would have gotten a meal on China, right? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't thinking about that. So yeah. I think about, I think about that in in the course of like you said, what if? Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was available to me. Well, it actually was available to me, and she told me that it was available, but I was holding on to the thirty dollars, like that teddy mm-hmm. bear. Mm-hmm. And she kept saying, why don't you do first class? Now there's no more passes. I have to pay for first class. But I could have been enjoying that a long time ago. But yeah. I, I, do, I thank God that, that she was a traveler, that mm-hmm. she just jumped up and did what she wanted to do. And she went places and then she would say, I would say, well, what if I, you know, when I was going to buy my house, because I bought my first house, I was 27. And I said, what if I can't pay it? She said, you'll do like everybody else. You'll pay it late. <laughs> you'll do whatever, you know, you'll pay it late. It'll get paid, blah, blah, blah. But because she she was just, just go, just do it. Just kind of do it. Once yeah. I got my house, I never paid late, but mm-hmm. I needed to get over that first hurdle of what if I can't pay? Mm-hmm. What, if, what if I miss it? And then when I realized, okay, people are paying late, what? Um, it gave me the opportunity to go, okay, I do have leeway to fail or to fall and then to make it up. And I never had to do that, but just to know that, you know, I just watched her. She just, she got up and she left. She did what she did, but she was a military (laughs) wife. So she's lived in London. She's lived in Japan. She's done all these things in the fifties and the sixties. So why can't we do it? Yeah. she, she is the reason why I have the tra- travel bug. So <laughs> it was funny to hear you say that she was the reason that you have the travel bug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are you going anywhere else on, on your missions soon? Um, well, we'll see. With the um, pandemic and... Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, things were kind of shut down, um, of course, in 2020. So we our church didn't do any missions trips. Um, but we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm definitely ready and I'm open. <laughs> so we'll see. All right. So um, the, the last, is there anything else that you want to tell us or before I asked you the last question? Um, go ahead and ask. I, I don't, well, I, I guess I will say with, with the traveling, you know, I, I think traveling is just very important um, because in it, there's divine exposure. You know, you're exposed to things that you just normally wouldn't be exposed to in your box, in your regular environment. And so traveling for me has, it has, I think that's what just stirs up so many other things in me. Um, Because even though I am in my environment, I'm not a product of my environment because I've had the opportunity to step out and see the world and see it differently Mm -hmm. and see what there, you know, there's more to life than where I am. Mm-hmm. And so travel, it, it kind of 
it, it, do, it does that for you. It allows you to see the bigger picture, yeah. to even just get a glimpse of it. And so I think it's important, you know, if you can travel to do it, um, you know, I just believe that that in doing so, God will show you like where he's taking you, you know. And so it was actually when I went to Thailand where I actually saw and met my first missionaries. And so and I was questioning then, well, God, can I can I do missionary work? Because they were over there for 15 years. And I'm like, well, maybe I could do a year. You know, I was trying to rationalize that. And then years later, I had the opportunity to do mission work. And so, you know, I think that was just divine exposure. And so traveling is just, it's a window of opportunity. So I encourage everyone to travel. I think so too. I, well, I love to travel. <laughs> I love world cultures. Mm-hmm. And so when, when I travel, um, I'm always looking at the way that people serve God mm-hmm. and worship God. And it doesn't matter. For me, it doesn't matter what you call God. Mm-hmm. As long as you call God. Um, when you get down to the to the tenets of most religions, it's the same. There are some human tenets. Um, so for me, when I'm looking, I can I can see the stories and hear the stories. As I walk through Egypt, I saw the outer court. Because you know the temples that you go. Mm-hmm. I saw mm-hmm. the outer court. I saw the inner court. I saw where we call it the ark. They called it the arch. It was the holy of holies. It was clear that it was mm-hmm. the holy of holies. So when when I see it from a different lens, when I see the way that people worship from a different lens, I realize it's much bigger than what we see. And so I'm, I'm one of those people that um, I don't, I don't want, I don't care how much Christianese, you know, <laughs> you can, you can speak all the Christianese you want. I'm going to watch the way you walk. I'm going to mm-hmm. watch the fruit that you bear mm-hmm. I'm to see all of those things. And so there's a lot of things going on right now that have caused me to take a look at um, people and things and the one thing that I always come back to is we expect God to treat us like people treat us mm-hmm. and we expect people to treat us like God treat mm-hmm. us. so therefore we need to give ourselves grace we need to give others grace because they are not our God mm-hmm. and so everybody's running the race and so I live for audience of one just God but we are here together we're supposed to be helping one another and so that's why I do what I do live your life Mm -hmm. walk in your purpose with passion and don't be afraid and so we're going so when you have fear do it anyway because when you get to the other side you're like what was I what was I afraid of anyway so you had fear just filling out the the application Mm -hmm. to do the three marks so that was something in your ear. And had you listened to that, you would never know. Right. You would, you would be saying, what if? <laughs> what if I actually filled out the application? And what if I actually was chosen? Right. But the fact that you did that, so you want to go back to that to do your next thing. 
and then remember what happened there and do the next thing because I never want to live life with regrets. Now, do I have some regrets? Yes, but moving forward, I wanna make sure that I make the decisions myself led by the prompting of the spirit and do the things that I was called to do because I don't want to be in the what if, shoulda, coulda, woulda group. So the travel does, it opens you up. It lets, allows you to see some things. It also gives you experiences just to think differently. Right. To think differently. There, there is more than the American way. Mm-hmm. There is much more than the American way. And so um, I encourage everybody to travel. Um, do you have any group things coming up in, in the future? For travel, any um, so group you travel in individuals, or are you gonna are you gonna do groups as well? As far as who I'm booking, yeah, um, yeah, I do all <laughs> individual groups. Yeah, okay, but you have to bring your group. You don't have anything that's open to to groups, like um, not at the moment, not today. But like yeah, I'm, I'm working on that. Have, like, okay, we're doing a cruise, and we have. Right, right. That's something that I can do that I have not done yet. But I, I am working on putting together just some packages that will be open to anyone who wants to participate. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So now, lastly, I ask every guest, on whose shoulders do you stand? <sighs> so I, I knew that question was coming and I really don't know how to answer that. Um, you know, like I mentioned, you know, my grandmom, she put the travel bug in me. Um, my mom, you know, she's just been awesome. You know, she raised me and my sister. She was a single mom and I watched her sacrifice and her give and just make sure that we were taken care of. And, um, my mom, she's also very creative and, you know, just so gifted, so gifted. She can do many things. Yes, she is. And so, you know, she definitely inspires me. Um, but you know, on whose shoulders do I stand? That's, that's a tough question. Um, because I will say I'm not a product of my environment. Um, and I've, I've been a trailblazer in many ways and I've done things that I haven't seen others in my family do. And so I can't really say on whose shoulders I stand, but I have definitely, I have a support system. Um, I've been inspired by many and, Um, But it's by the grace of God that I'm able to pivot, you know, and um, and and really just kind of step out of my comfort zone and and go after those things that that were once really just holding me back. So that's the answer to that question. (laughs) Oh, once again, you use all my phrases. (laughs) Dream aloud. The whole thing is for for especially women of color. Mm-hmm. step out of their comfort zone to, <laughs> to dare to pivot and manifest their dreams so that they can live work and play their way wow because the reason that we don't go after our dreams is because why we're in our comfort zone mm-hmm. either we're comfortable or we're we're so fearful mm-hmm. that we're we're still uncomfortable but we don't want to move forward but, you know, once you start making a little money, you come to a certain place. A lot of times we used to be bold, bold and brazen 
And then you get to a place where you're comfortable and you decide, I'm good. I'm not going to do anything else. But there's a little burning inside. There's something on the inside that says there's still more to do. Right. And I, I, I can do this. And, and so I sew and I dance and I sing and, you know, and people aren't doing those things because they're afraid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so get out of your comfort zone. And so that's why I invite people like you on to this platform to encourage other people. There's something else going on. If you feel like there's something more or there must be something more, there is, <laughs> there is. When you say, surely life has to be more than, than what I'm experiencing now. If you're feeling that way, because there is. Mm-hmm. And so when I get trailblazers like you on, I have to, I have to share that. I want other people to see you're not alone. And you don't have to do one thing. You can do many things because you're gifted and talented in areas. And your purpose is pretty much the same. No matter what you're doing, you're still kind of doing the same thing. Like, I know I'm an encourager. Mm -hmm. I know I tell stories and, and my heart is for community and family. So whatever I'm doing, whether it's a book that I write, a blog that I write, Um, whatever I'm posting on Facebook, it's always encouraging. Mm -hmm. It's always a way for somebody to see their own circumstances and see the possibilities in that. And so when you came on, I was like, you've already, you see your possibilities, you you deal with them and move forward. Fear, Mm -hmm. sometimes come along for the ride, (laughs) but you don't let fear lead you. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted people to see some other folks, especially my under 30 set, and you are one of the under 30 set. So I'm, I'm not. What are you already? I'm not under 30. I mean, under 40, I'm sorry. You're okay. You are part of the <laughs> under 40 set. Forgive me, I did have one under 30, but I meant to say you're under 40 set. And so, so you're right there in the middle where, you know, sometimes you think I should have been here, I should have done this. I. I, I should be at this point. Stop following the crowd. Stop normalizing what other people have decided is normal. Yeah. Whatever you, wherever you are, you're there because you're supposed to be. And if you feel like you're not, then go for the more. Yeah. So that's what I meant to say. Under forty, not under thirty. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still young, and you're still doing the things that you were put here to do. So I'm looking forward to seeing so much more from you. Now you're a married lady. So so (laughs) I guess there'll be some some ministry from that at some point. But, you know, I want to congratulate you. I thank you for coming on. I appreciate all that you've done. And I'm looking forward to seeing where you're going from here. So cousin Jackie says, don't let fear lead you. She said, yes, traveling is very important. And so she travels too. And, you know, when her goddaughter sings, Melinda is amazing. Trying, still trying to get her on here, but they, you know, they travel and um, I got to go to Australia with them. And so I don't sing, I don't sing a lick. (laughs) <laughs> I watched the kids they were going I'm like I'm going too and yeah. so you know where her ministry takes her 
I'm the one like, oh no, I, I don't sing, but but I'll watch the kids, I'll do whatever, <laughs> you know, people people need. I, you know, I'm a helper. So that's also my my gift as well. Help. Right. So so wherever I'm needed to help, I'll do it. But the travel is the extra cap for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> and she says, stop following the crowd because we were talking about that. Yeah, you belong in your own group. You belong in your own sphere. And the people that you were sent to, to um, I want to say influence, maybe can't hear from me. Because kind of we're, we're kind of on the same plane, on the same thing about step out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Walk in your purpose with passion. People in your sphere may not be able to hear me and vice versa, but we're saying the same thing. Right, right. Because there's different strokes for different folks, but the, the word is the same. Mm-hmm. The encouragement is the same. So is there anything else that you'd like to say to the people before we go? Because I'm so happy that you were able to come on. I'm glad that I want to thank you publicly for changing the date for me because I had something else on the date that you picked. I appreciate that. And I'm just really <laughs> looking for forward to seeing what else comes your way. Yeah, well, thank you so much for, for having me. I, I've enjoyed this and thank you. <laughs> All right, keep us posted and, and tell us we'll do. you can find your travel agency again. Wanderlust, so that's W-A-N-D-E-R-L-U-S-T, Pursuits, P-U-R-S-U-I-T-S. And that's on Facebook, Wanderlust Pursuits on Facebook. And um, if you want to have a consultation, then just send me a message on Facebook or book an appointment and I'm available or I'll make myself available because I'm very busy. (laughs) And so when you finish transcribing your pastor's book, we can follow your blog and what's the name of your blog? I love the name, but I want you to say it's it. Boldly Begotten. Boldly Begotten. All right. Mm-hmm. So we'll be looking for that. Yes, yes. Look I out wish for you that. all the best and many blessings. And I thank you all for listening. I bid you all good night. Thank you for joining us. Have good night. A- thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Dream Aloud with Kendra. If you like the show, leave a review and tell a friend. I also invite you to join our Dream Aloud Facebook group, where we encourage and challenge our members to step outside of their comfort zone and live limitless lives. I guarantee you, you will experience true fulfillment when you live, work and play your way.